Chase is alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're joining me if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. And we are back here at Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me is the DU, the drunk uncle, Dr. McMullins. That's right. We're back after three months. We're back. I I just called you Dr. McMullins. I I really don't know why I called you doctor. I I guess in my head, I thought that it sounded good. And then after I said it, I don't think that it did. Because I've got a PhD in fucking swag. You got a fucking PhD, <laughs> aka player hating degree. Just like Swagger PD. Just like P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or Papa Diddy Pop or whatever his name is this week, like he said back in 2001, the, the player hating degree, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said it. He said it first. So if you got a problem with that, you you go talk to Papa Diddy Pop or whatever his name is today. So yeah, what'd you say? Three months? It's been three months. Three months, I believe. I'm looking, yeah, well, you know, I'm looking at my my calendar here on my fancy computer, and it looks like our last episode, yes, is almost three months to the day. So it's been a little bit. I yeah. mean, you can, I believe you can get pregnant and have an abortion, an abortion, uh, well, abortion. I think you can deliver a living fetus and it can survive, right? What's the, hold on, hold on, hold on, I don't hold know. on, what? I mean, would you have like a, uh, would you have a medical abortion or are you talking about like the Kentucky way where you just jam a coat hanger up your shit? Okay. So now I thought that at three months you could deliver and it survive after it was on a bunch of fucking machines and, 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 and uh, pumps and shit, but it's apparently 24 weeks, which is six months. So no, you can't have a living baby in three months, but you can definitely have a couple and lose them. Well, I think you could have a puppy. You could have had a puppy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah maybe a litter. couple letters of puppies by now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah, it's been a few months. And you know what? I didn't miss it. No. Uh, actually, I not only was I not doing the podcast, for a large portion of that, I wasn't even on the intranet. Which we so, need to talk about that. You were on a hiatus. Yeah, I stepped away from, from com- computers. Uh, for a long period, and it was fucking, it was bliss. It was pure bliss. Let me ask you this. Did you feel like a new man after, like, two weeks? I did. I didn't have that, like, I wasn't just carrying the weight of, like, COVID and, 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 and protests and burning buildings and, uh, and, and, and the pedophile rings yeah. and, and everything on my shoulders because I didn't even know what was going on. Like Don't forget about fuck the police, too. That's a big fuck one. Fuck the police. Fuck 12. I'm, I'm sorry. I that. said that wrong. I said it wrong. Let me correct myself. Fuck the police. The yeah. police. Let me say it right. So I'm. You know. What Can I ask you, where does 12 come from? 12. I, I don't know what you mean. They always they always write fuck 12. Is 12 a. a uh, where do they write an, 12? Is that an abbreviation for cops? Where did you where have you seen that? Uh, hold on. They always write fuck 12. Oh, no, no. Maybe 23. that's Michael Jordan. Yeah. Maybe that's like a Kentucky thing because you you have 12 brothers and sisters. Everybody does. I, I don't know. Just a thought. 
Okay, it's a song by Migos. It's about the police. He's saying fuck the police, but he calls them 12 in the song. Migos? Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. Who that who that sounds like a young man, maybe. Yeah, I don't he's know. a he's a young he's a young whippersnapper. Young little little whippersnapper. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Amigo. So yeah. <clears throat> well fuck him. That's what I got to say. How about that? Fuck you, Migo. How you like that shit? We support law enforcement here at Camp Blood Radio, so you can go fuck right off. We do, but this seems like a like a sweet young man. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Has he got has he got all them tattoos on his fucking face like uh like what's his nuts, the the snitch? Um, uh, Worcestershire, Worcestershire six nine or whatever his name is. Oh, I think Migos. Hold on, Migos is uh, is three different people. It's a, I guess it's a band. And uh, oh wait, yeah, it's a. I think it's a band. Yeah, it's a band. It's three people, three three young, uh, three young fellas, three young brothers, and uh, and they just look like nice nice young men. One of them, two two of them do have face tattoos, but the other one looks like uh, he could he could start working at a law office like next week if he uh fixes his hair they i was just when i heard the name i just kind of thought maybe it looked like one of them uh uh kilbasa six nine people or whatever his name is no not that bad that dude is just a fucking dildo a real specimen yeah he's Kikachi something else six he, nine. Uh, i think Takashi six nine actually has a tattoo uh since we're you know we're a horror movie podcast he has a tattoo of Jigsaw from Saul on his face. Did you know that? No, I did not because I don't follow him and I don't pay attention to him because he's a fucking idiot. That's why. I don't I don't I don't pay attention to him because he's a fucking rat and that's not how we roll at Camp Blood, right? Shh. Yeah, he he does yeah, he does. Oh, he's also got a jigsaw necklace and a jigsaw. So apparently this guy's really into the uh the Saul movies, which makes sense because those are trash. Always keep your mouth shut. And never rat on your friends. That's right. Fuck 12. Yeah, fuck 12. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking idiots nowadays, I swear. It's always, every day it's like something new. And it's like, what the fuck does that even mean? I mean, get the fuck out of here with this That's bullshit. how you know you're getting old. You can't keep up with the uh, with the lingo. Well, I've kind of been on a, a little bit of a hiatus from the interwebs also. Yeah, you took um, also, you, I don't think it was as long as mine, but uh, you took one as well. I have been, but I, I've not been completely distanced from uh, from everything. Kind of, kind of more like you did. Just kind of taking a step back, <clears throat> kind of sitting up in the nosebleed section, just kind of observing every once in a while. But like for your hiatus, was yours like a stay away from social media, but still use your phone to beat off all the time hiatus, or were you oh, just for sure? Dirty? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, it was just social media. Also, an- another thing. Um, uh, another thing that happened well, since we've been gone, I went to uh, Dolphin Island. Me and the fam, me and the fam, went down to Dolphin Island, Alabama, and stayed for a week, and that was nice. Oh, nice. I um, I really. Oh, you know what? I did take a little trip back in May. I went to. Uh, I took a little car ride to West Virginia, and during this seven hundred and sixty mile car ass. ride, you know, I, I I made the trip in a brand new LTZ Tahoe. Oh, okay. Okay. So it had I like talking the, about the ride. I was talking about when you got down there and got ridden. Well, I was trying to sidestep <laughs> so I didn't have to answer if you didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I'm just not that funny. <laughs> so yeah. So anyways, uh, my ass was puckered the entire time. Oh, beautiful Except for place, the car though, ride. Right. Except for the car ride. No, the we're going to get, I'll tell down. you, I'll tell you, I got to tell you something because this was, this was a learning experience. 
So 760, brand new LTZ Tahoe with the air-conditioned seats, you know, so, like, your sack is, like, freezing the entire time. It's oh, weird. that's the best. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was hot. It's It it was pretty warm, so we're, you know, I took advantage of having the, uh, the wiener air conditioning, the ball sack air conditioning. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, you got to take advantage of that. So, anyways... I go out to West Virginia. I'm, I, I forget where all we were at. I think we went to Virginia for a little bit too, maybe Maryland. I, I was in the upper eastern panhandle of West Virginia where I was basically next to D.C., okay. but, almost, but almost in Virginia, but almost in Pennsylvania also. You I follow remember, me? I think that's not that's not the more scenic part of West Virginia. No, uh, but, but also like a rock-throwing distance from Maryland too. So it was like a really weird area. Okay. So... <clears throat> The night that I got there, it's like 10 o'clock at night, I guess, East Coast time. But you can't buy beer anywhere on top of the whole COVID thing. So it was next thing you know, well, what state sells beer past 10 o'clock? We've got four or five different states all within 20 miles. So guess what? We found beer. We'll put it that way. Not going to rain on my parade, fucking West Virginia. So anyways, no, not that scenic. Drove the, what do they call it? The Pennsylvania Turnpike, where you're basically driving downhill for like 78 miles. It's really yeah. strange. Yeah, driving through the mountains and all that shit. So anyways, uh, enough about that. I handled some business when I was over there and I'm coming what back. What was in West Midwest. Virginia? Uh, you know, I just, I had to, I had to, uh, just had to visit some people. So, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, just, just some minor business. That's all. Nothing, nothing exciting by like any means. Deal, but uh, I'm not going to push it any further. Yeah, yeah. Shh. You're going to West Virginia. You, you know, you won't, you won't elaborate backwoods uh, west backwoods, virginia west virginia you won't elaborate this is you definitely bought large large quantities of meth but let's move on okay 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 don't make me uh stakashi 69 your ass boy i'm just saying the meth in kentucky is probably yeah. better anyways well anyways yeah moving forward so anyways i'm driving back through the midwest just just meandering in that tahoe with my uh, ball sack on on uh, full air condition mode, and uh, guess what? I stop to get some iced coffee. I see this uh, McDonald's off the interstate. Pull in, and get a dollar some iced general. coffee. Yes, a Dollar General and a Dollar Tree right next to each other, and a Subway and a Casey's. Oh. So, anyways, I pull in there, uh, hit hit the 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 whack the whack Donalds. Get my fucking iced coffee. Even though I had had thirteen of them already that day. So, anyways, I'm. I'm leaving McDonald's and it's like, Hey, we got to get gas. So we drive like, you know, half a mile down the road, pull into this gas station and the gas station looks like it had like a, like a car wash built on with it at one point in time. Like, I oh, think yeah. that's what it was, but there's this big liquor store sign and there's like this garage door. So hooked on with the gas station is now a liquor store that you can legit drive your fucking vehicle inside. So it's open. There's beer signs everywhere. You can just pull your fucking truck right inside, get out, and literally three feet away, you can open up the cooler and grab you a 30 rack of fucking Keystone Light. Yeah. these. I mean, these are pretty common in the South. I've uh, never seen one of these in my entire life. I was absolutely fucking amazed. Oh, yeah. Some of them, you don't even have to get out. They'll bring it to you. Right. You drive in, and they'll hand it to you through the window. You just well, say I you had want. to get out. I had, yeah. Yeah. I had to get out. <laughs> yeah okay so, anyways i had to get out and check this shit out and the guy behind the counter is like oh no you don't have to get out and i'm like and then he looked and he's like oh you're not from around here well the plates on my tahoe were i i forget 
I forget where, where they were even out of, but it wasn't, we were in Ohio, I think at this point. Yeah. We were in Ohio. I don't even know what town it was. Um, but anyways, you could tell that he knew that we were, we were just uh, some out of town bumpkins. You know what I mean? So yeah, he knew that we didn't know what the drill was. So I'm like, no, I got to check this shit out. So I'm, I'm scouring. And, and at this point in time, I had not found the unicorn beer yet. So where am I, what am I doing? I'm going straight to the Keystone racks and I'm looking, and I'm looking and I asked the guy, Hey, do you got any of that unicorn beer? He looks at me like I'm a fucking retard. And I say, yeah, you're an owl. You're lucky they didn't break your legs. Yeah, exactly. But then he's like, who are these two fucking big guys with the Tahoe all tented out? I probably don't want to talk shit. They might kill me and leave. It's probably what he was thinking. Back. Right. We got shit in the back. <laughs> so anyways, he didn't, he had no fucking idea what I was talking about. So I basically just apologized for my ignorance. And then I, I grabbed my phone and I said, well, if it's on its way, here you go. And he looked at my phone and he's like, huh? He's like, man, I wish they would have had that shit when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing I thought, buddy. Same thing I thought. Have it's you got the trot yet? Yes, I have. I, I finally did. Uh, we're mid-July now. It's been a couple months. I think it was somewhere in mid-May. I was well, on, on a scale from one to ten. Oh, man, I tell you, it's better than the Natter Days strawberry lemonade shit by far. But it's it was not worth the wait. I was I wasn't disappointed, but it was just like, really, Billy, this is what we get after all this fucking hype. This is what you deliver us. I seriously I drank like three quarters of one and I felt like I had had I ate like two large pizzas. I was all bloated to shit. It was not good. Full of sugar. Yeah, I mean, you just have that super bloated feeling after yeah, like three quarters yeah, of one over in a, in a can. For yeah, sure. I mean, I'm just like, God damn, I'm bloated as shit. So, of course, I drank more. And then that just made it worse. So it's one of those things, I think, for me, uh, probably only drink like two of them, maybe. I don't want to get wasted off of them and knock my wife up. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read on the, uh, on the box that they make that by brewing it uh, naturally the way they do any other Natty Light. And then they have a bunch of gay dudes just jerk off into the, into the vat. Oh, and, okay. So... That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, anyway, that sounds so, like a, so, But you didn't care for it? It was all right. I mean, it yeah, just... That's, that's I, what I figured you were going to say. I didn't know what to expect, <laughs> but I will tell you this. I bought a 12-pack. It lasted a while because I haven't been drinking much. I My alcohol consumption the last few months has drastically been reduced. Yeah, me too. Me too. Which, yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that in a minute, but just my life has been way different since that's changed. So... I haven't like been to the liquor store a bunch like I used to and making coming home with truckloads of booze. So I've maybe only drank in the last couple of months. I, I bought the first 12 pack. I wasn't sure I felt about it. And then I bought another one and then I, I would drink a few here and there. And then they, I thought the second 12 pack, you know, maybe would be a little bit different experience, but no, it is what it is. So it's one of those things where I'll drink it every once in a while, but I was disappointed when it came down to it because, man, you know I was really, really anticipating that shit. I put my life in jeopardy scouring county after county during the Chinese flu pandemic. Yeah, it really became an obsession for you. And I'll tell you how much I've drank. I bought a 12-pack of Stella Artois because I'm – I like getting French a little a little bit from time to time. Yeah. Uh, while we were in Dolphin Island, that was in May, and I've still got two of those left down in the fridge uh, from May. 
So oh, wow. uh, that tells you anything. Well, I'll tell you how I found out about the unicorn beer. I got to thank Brian Bader, Mr. Brian Emenheiser, a.k.a. SJJ, a.k.a. South Jersey Jason, our favorite jack off of all trades. Our, yeah, yeah. Our mascot, if you will. But we're going to talk about mascots again in a minute. So don't let me forget about that because this is a very important discussion that we have to have today. So, okay. anyways, yeah, well, with Brian COVID I, on the rise, we're going to talk about anything with the word mask in it, I would assume. Oh, yeah. Ma- mask or master. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyways, we hang on, though. We got we got to we got to finish this discussion on the unicorns. So okay. anyways, Brian, Brian messages me. We, Brian and I, we talk regularly. And anyways, Brian had found the unicorn beer and I had made a comment about how I still haven't found it yet and blah, blah, blah. It apparently probably hit the East Coast first, uh, probably not the West Coast because the liberals wouldn't want that out that way. They they wouldn't want that. No, so they wouldn't want, they wouldn't want the unicorn beer. No, they probably wouldn't. No, they probably wouldn't want that. That's not their style. So well, it probably guess, hit the East Coast first. Yeah, but if you think, well, it's not an IPA. Exactly. Hit, yeah, that's true. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so it probably hit the East Coast first, then it worked its way to the Midwest. So, anyways, I get on fucking Keystone Lights website, and you can type in a zip code, and it will show you where the nearest. Uh, establishments that sell keystone light and i and it lets you type in either keystone light or unicorn beer so i type in the unicorn and then sure enough like a mile from me shows that it has some so i drive there and guess what they don't fucking have any so their website obviously is not correct so i go to the second place on the website which was just a, a few more miles they had two 12 packs left so i grab you know i grab them out the door I go. So that's how I found out about it. Otherwise, I probably, I was done looking for a while. I was just like, fuck it. I'm tired of endangering my life (coughs) over this COVID situation, traveling all over to these, who knows, infested situations I put myself in there, trying to find this damn beer. So anyways, thanks to Brian mentioning the website and the beer locator is what it's called. That's how I actually found it. Without oh, actually yeah. having to make I just, a special trip, I just trip. checked it in myself. That's why you yeah. were talking. That's what I was, and I've got four within four and five miles of my house that I can. I've got. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try some of this shit. See, there you go. Absolutely. I need to start drinking more. It's not good. Yeah, I mean, I've I've cut way back, and I tell you, I, I've I've just been so fucking annoyed with a lot of shit that when you wake up hungover, it makes it even worse. Yeah, and you know, after you're 30, hangovers last like three days, four days. Yeah, I don't know about you. They do with me now. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Especially when you drink a shit ton. When you're 24, 25, you can drink a, a 24 pack and then get up and, and you know, mow the lawn at, at, at nine o'clock in 150 degree weather the next day without a, yeah. without so much as a breaking a sweat. Oh, I know. I know. In the late 90s, early 2000s, I could, I could legit drink like three or four bottles of Mad Dog 2020 and a fucking case of Keystone Light and then go to the bar and drink till 4 a.m., come home after party it up, then sleep for a few hours and wake up and feel like I never had a drop to drink. Go to work. Go to class. Or class, yeah. Say. Not go to work. Yeah. But I would, I'd take basically a few hour nap, wake up, feel like I've never even drank alcohol in my entire life and life was good and then, and then start that whole process over again in the evening, every day through college. Because that's what college people do, right? Every day. Yeah. Or, every every single. Well, or is uh, that just me? Well, the 
the second time around for me while I was in college, I had kids and I was married and everything. So, but the first time around, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So enough about unicorn beer. It was not worth the wait, but it's not bad. It's all right. It's way better than that white claw fucking bullshit. And it's way better than natter days. So if you, if you have to pick, definitely go with the unicorn beer that I will say. Okay. Um, and yeah, speaking on the cutting back on drinking, another thing. So my life has just been way different because I've just kind of the last few months, I've been avoiding a lot of shit for a multitude of reasons that I'm sure we'll get to in a minute. But one thing I notice is that the time goes by a lot fucking slower, way slower, almost like the clock is standing still. Terribly but, slow. How come? Well, I, I don't really know. It's just like I don't I don't feel that. Probably because as to why you do. Well, I think part of it is because I'm not, I wasn't napping throughout the day because I didn't feel good from drinking too much the night before. I think that's part of the, I think that's, that's most of the reason is because I would sleep half the afternoon away and then I'd wake up and it'd be evening and then you start the process over again. So when you're not usually awake half the afternoon, I guess, I guess that makes a little bit of a difference in the time. You ever, uh, you ever fall asleep at like, at like, uh, I don't know, four thirty, five o'clock and wake up and it's dark outside and no. you think it's the morning and you're like, Oh, oh yes. fuck, I'm late for work. And <laughs> yeah, I've done. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I've so made it all the way to the shower before. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I've, I've legit woken up out of a drunken stupor where I was fucking wasted. And then you fall asleep. The sun's still up, but it's like evening time in the summer and you maybe let's, let's call it like eight o'clock at at night but the sun's still bright that midwest sun you know what i'm talking about it ain't dark till 9 30 shit yeah and you and you maybe you've been out boating and drinking budweiser and drinking whiskey all day long and for whatever reason you come home and fall asleep at at like eight o'clock and you wake up at like 6 a.m but you lost two days of time yeah yeah and you're like oh shit Oh, I forgot. That's the worst. Oh man, you talk about anxiety and panic, <laughs> and you're you're still wearing your swim trunks, and you don't have your phone or your debit card. Your dog's dead. You, well, you don't even know where. You you didn't even remember that you had a dog for one. You're not even in your apartment. Not even yeah. not even in my house. <laughs> Just you don't even live super, in an apartment. Don't have your don't even live in an apartment. But I woke up in one. I don't live in an apartment, but this is not my apartment. <laughs> yeah, it's not mine. You don't have your truck keys. You, but you got somebody's truck keys. You have a broken CD of juvenile 400 degrees sitting next to you. You're holding a dick, but it's not yours. But it's not yours. And it's not attached to anybody else. And you're really <laughs> thirsty, so you just reach over and grab that half-full bottle of MGD uh that has a cigarette put out in it and you and just take a it. swig out of it. You just take a swig out of it. Cause you're that thirsty. You just need something, something wet on your lips, something cold, yeah. but, but it's not cold, but it's good enough. And it ended up just being dip spit. And it's know. just, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you think it is, but then, but then it's sticky and you're like, what the fuck? So and what is it? You don't know. It's a mystery. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's a mystery. You don't know what it is. You don't know what's in that bottle. Fortunate, and I I think you have too. uh, And we don't go into our our occupations here, but um, 
I, I, me and my family have remained incredibly, unbelievably unaffected by everything that's going on somehow. It's just flew right over us. Um, and I haven't missed any work and, and, uh, somehow we've just kind of dodged all the negative, uh, downsides to, to everything, to the, to the world fucking burning down. And what a boring apocalypse this is. Um, I, I just thought it was going to be more, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's partially why I just cut back on the booze because it's just like, I'm, like I said, I'm fed up with shit and you're, the last thing you want to do is just be all hung over and pissed off at the world and, or the world burning down and all the nonsense going on. <clears throat> so you like, I've distanced myself. Like I have not been to Walmart. I shit you not. I haven't even been to Walmart in 2020. Um, I have not been to uh, a chain grocery store. I've not been to Walmart. I've not been anywhere at all. I shit you not outside of, outside of my beloved dollar general. And a in a Dollar Tree. Dollar Trees are my new favorite place. Did I tell you that? Oh yeah, that's there ain't nothing worth. The reason everything in there's a dollar and under is because nothing in there is worth over a dollar. Oh that's man, the shittiest place they, on earth. I love them. I I don't think I had ever been into one until like back in maybe two months ago. And I'm How like, you never shit. been just accidentally stumbled inside one? I don't know. I really don't know. You got Family Dollar, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, fucking Dollar whatever everywhere. Like, I don't know. Just hey, never, speaking I don't think of I've trees and foliage, uh, over the break and over the time that we've, since the last episode, uh, I've got really into flowers. So that's kind of exciting and masculine because we like to oh. stick uh, to masculine things. And I'm growing uh, um, silver lace vines and morning glory flowers. And they're they're just beautiful flowers. Um, Are you a perennial or an annual type of guy? Oh, perennials all the way, bro. I don't fuck with, an well, I fucks with annuals a little bit, but if I'm going to buy flowers and I'm going to raise flowers, I expect them to live longer than a year. Those annuals are bitches. Ooh, and yeah. for anybody that doesn't know, an annual is a flower that dies after, you know, it only, it's only around for one season and then it dies and it never comes back. And a perennial is a fucking gangster. And those yeah. things are, you plant those bitches and they're in the ground forever. They come back every year. Like, like Tupac. They shouldn't add an S on the annual because it's kind of it's kind of deceiving. Yeah. Yeah. You think annuals, they're coming back you think every many year. annuals. There's many annuals here, so I'll get like four or five years out of it because it's not just one annual, it's several annuals. Yeah. But uh it's not that's no. not the case. It's not like that. Very, very deceiving. Yeah. So yeah, I've just I don't been have doing guy shit like that, growing flowers. Well, I'm proud of you. I am. I can picture you with your little fucking hipster beard and your little fucking black glasses and your cutoff shirts and your fucking cargo shorts that nobody's gotten a hand job in since Nam. <laughs> just pruning my flowers. What's so funny about everything that you just said is it's so ridiculously on point that, that it's sickening and it angers me at my, even myself. It makes me mad at myself. Well, I have a legit question because this is what I picture Dr. McMullen's doing. Hit me with it. What you got? I picture I picture him everything that I just said, and I picture him almost like you're pruning a a bonsai tree, and but but you're not. You're working with your perennials because they're way more gangster. Yeah, so, well, they're not that gangster yet. They're just little they're little young buckaroos. They're only don't ruin my story. Right this is my story. Okay, okay. okay. Don't okay. you ruin my story about okay. you. Okay. You don't get to pick your story. <laughs> How dare me? I do. <laughs> Rude Jude. 
Hit me with it. What am I doing? Okay, so you're dealing with them, whatever it is that you do. And after you finish uh, getting a green thumb, you step back and you hit your little douche flute and you admire what you just did. Oh, that okay. That's fucking, that's on point. You're, okay. you're, you're dancing on the on truth right now. All right. So I bet you're one of the type of guys, I can just picture this, that you probably didn't go out and plant a bunch because you were afraid that like nature like a hailstorm or, or they get washed out and they wouldn't grow. So you little guys out there and in, in the elements, well, you, you know where I'm going with this then. Yeah. Yeah. So you have little starters in your house next to a yeah. window. Yeah. They're in the window sills in little, Ooh. in little white cute Dixie cups. And I even took a, a, a black Sharpie and I wrote the names of each flower that I have in the little Dixie cup and Nathan, they're growing and they're so fucking cute. Well, you know what you should do? You should grow tomatoes. Well, here's the problem with tomatoes. I grew up on a farm. Okay. Uh, and you get very little return on your investment with tomatoes. You can put $300 worth and, and, and all kinds of time out. And then you get $7 worth of tomatoes back after fucking months of sweat and labor and everything that it's just, it, you're just better off buying tomatoes. But I will say this, and you're, you've probably had them before. If you've ever had a farm fresh picked big ass ripe, lush red, soft tomato, there's nothing fucking like it. There's nothing like it. I don't like tomatoes. Oh my God. I like them in salsa, and that's about it, and in pizza sauce. Call yourself an American. I do, and so does everybody else, apparently. So <sighs> They do. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, <sighs> yeah, so anyways, I think you should probably grow some vegetables, and I think you should probably grow some, some marijuana, too, some some big old marijuana plants. I think you Five should Five or six that. more years, I might be able to, and you best fucking bet your ass that if it ever becomes legal in Kentucky— I will be doing just that. Well, you have PTSD because you fell in the shit ditch and you have a medical yeah. card. <laughs> yeah. Just, just shit on my face permanently. It's it's always there ingrained in my brain. <laughs> just You know what's funny? I have a shit ditch story. <clears throat> this was just about two or three days ago, and I'm going to make this real quick. So I'm having coffee with a friend of mine. He's a Vietnam vet. He came home in 1969. Infantry <clears throat> in the middle of the shit. Oh, that salty bastard. Yeah. So I think he's like 71 now or right around there. Anyways, we're having coffee and I forget what we were talking about and something about Vietnam came up. Um, and I, I honestly don't even remember what it was. And I, and I just had made the comment, um, that cause he said, well, what's your age group of people? He said, cause he didn't really know how old I, you know, my exact age or whatever. He's like, what, what age group is your people? He's like the, uh, um, you know, Afghanistan, right? Iraq. I said, yeah. I said, that was just kind of popping off. A lot of people were being deployed when I was 18. And he's like, yeah, he was talking about how they basically, and he didn't, he didn't mention anybody specific. So don't go shitting all over us. Now he was just making reference to the local residents over there, how they did not have very good personal hygiene. And I said, you know, and that they didn't wipe their ass apparently. And I said, you know, what's funny is a friend of mine said, and I told him about the shit ditch and how they wipe their ass with sand. And he thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. They just squat and then they throw handfuls of sand onto their <laughs> wet, shitty asshole. And then they just stand up like a boss and, yeah. and trot off with, with sand in their asshole. They're, the inside of their ass cracks has to be like leather. Yeah. And, and, and we almost, so I'll tell a quick story real quick. Speaking of leather on my second deployment, they made it a requirement, uh, 
for us infantry dudes to have what they called a combat diaper because uh, I guess uh, an issue that they were having with a lot of dudes um, with IEDs was they were losing their junk, their their kibbles and bits, and uh, and that's horrible. So um, this combat diaper, it was a Kevlar diaper with Kevlar underwear, and uh, it was supposed to prevent you in the event of you stepping on an IED that you don't get your dick and balls blown off. Okay. Because I'll take my, you can take my legs, you can take my legs, but don't, don't take, take Mr. Wanky. Don't, don't take, I, it's, it might just be a head, but don't take the head, you know, uh, don't take that from me. So you have this, so it was a two part system and it was a pair of, uh, they were like briefs, but they were thick as fuck, dude. Like, uh, like the thickest thing you can imagine. And they were, they had Kevlar laced in with them. So you had to put those on and then you had to put your cami bottoms on. And then you had to put the combat diaper on and the combat diaper was made out of, it was like a flak jacket for your cock and it went underneath your legs and around the back of your asshole and snapped onto your flak jacket. And it was just this big bulky, it was, I'm not shitting you. The, the, uh, the, the cock flak was like an inch and a half thick. And then you would be patrolling. You'd be walking. It's 120 degrees. And this thing is just rubbing the inside of your legs and while this is happening, the combat underwear have your cock and balls in just a chokehold, and your 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 own penis is in your own ass. Okay. And while this is happening, you've got this sweaty mess going on downstairs, and then the combat diaper is chafing your legs and turning the inside of your legs into leather, bloody leather. And uh, and I think that's the reason uh, I got out instead of reenlisting. Well, that's certainly the an combat diaper reason. Yes, I can certainly understand that. <clears throat> So anyways, this Vietnam veteran found amusement in your shit ditch story. Well, I'm glad that I put a smile on, on that old salty bastard's face. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So anyways, um, shit ditches, all that good stuff. And another thing before I forget, so something that I've been doing you're been, you've been doing flowers. Uh, I don't want to say doing flowers because that, that sounds gross. That no, I've been really doing bad. I've been doing the fuck out of them. Been doing the fuck out of some some annuals. Some some morning glories, which are the morning glories are annuals, but uh the silver laces is, is a perennial. So well while you've been doing that, I've been making my own cold brew coffee. Okay. And it's delicious. I don't like know with why. For, like from grounds? Actually, from my beloved Folgers. Okay. So if you go to Folgers.com, there's all kinds of fucking coffee recipes and all kinds of shit on there. And Folgers.com. Yep. A bunch of coffee recipes. There's some desserts and a bunch of random shit. So anyways, I'm scrolling through there one oh, day. Wow, like, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 Fucking Folgers, right? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I see this cold brew recipe and I thought, oh shit, that's easy. And they're just making it with regular, uh, regular medium, you know, well, you can make it with whatever you want, but just your regular Folgers. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to try that. So they actually make cold brew coffee makers. Uh, they have, and then they have some that are like a filter that you put down in a Mason jar. So that's what I got. I just have a gallon Mason jar. And then the top is a lid with a filter in it. So you just put your amount of coffee in there and then you fill it up with I've water. I've seen it's those. Little, yeah. yeah. It's got a little spigot on it. Yeah. And then, and then after you let it sit there and steep, like I let mine steep for 24 hours, then I just open the lid and then just take the top off and the filter comes out and just rinse it out and boom, you're, that's all you got to do. 
And uh, so anyways, I tried it and I'm like, holy shit. So that's been my new jam lately is cold brew, homemade cold, cold brew coffee. And especially like mid July when you wake up and it's already uh, 114 degrees Celsius outside. Oh yeah. And that's good and cold. Oh yeah. You can step out on the back porch where the sun's just beating right down on your face and you can just take a nice sip of that sweating coffee mug full of ice and cold brew there. It's, oh, it's, yeah, it's ready to uh, start your day. Oh yeah. The best part of waking up is ice cold Folgers in your cup. Now I feel like, I feel like that since we've started doing the podcast, I, that I get you turned on to iced coffee because you were drinking hot coffee like a man uh, whenever we first started. I still drink hot coffee. No, I've been drinking, I've been drinking iced coffee. Well, I, I go back and forth. It's just like right now it's super fucking hot. Even though I don't really do a whole hell of a lot, like I might not even leave my house for a couple of days at a time. I still drink cold brew because it's fucking hot outside. Even though I don't, okay. really have, even though I don't really have to go outside a whole lot, I like to pretend like that I do and I'm miserable. So I just drink cold coffee and I like to complain a lot. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I'm on the same page. So like maybe tomorrow, if I, let's say I wake up early and, and it's earlier than usual, like at a, like, I, I don't, I don't get up early. I just wake up whenever the fuck I feel like it every day. I don't set an alarm. I just wake up whenever I feel like it. But let's say hypothetically, I were to wake up at like 7.45 AM for whatever reason. Oh, that sounds maybe, like, a, like a dream. Maybe I got pissed off playing video games the night before and went to bed early and Let's say I wake up early and it's not that hot out yet. I'm probably going to make hot coffee. You feel me? Yes. So yes, absolutely. If I wake up and see now when you, when you don't drink as if you, if you don't drink a bunch, you don't have to sleep as long. Did you know that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I did not know that <laughs> back to the, back to the drinking. I mean, I don't, I don't have to sleep for like 14 hours or 12 and a half hours a day. I can just go to bed and like nine hours later I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's time to wake up. And I don't, I don't have to like be miserable as soon as my feet hit the floor. The miserableness starts when I pick up my phone and I look at social media or, or the news. That's when yeah, I, that's be- why I turned it off. Yeah, exactly. So high horse. Yeah. <clears throat> and we were talking about time kind of slowing down too because I'm awake longer than normal. So that's why I feel, like I said earlier, I think that that's why the days seem longer is because they are longer because I'm awake longer. Duh. And then also one thing I noticed is my, my door, the doorbell doesn't ring near as much because I'm not making random purchases in the middle of the night. Uh, Well, that and everybody's fucking pussified and, and afraid to leave their house. Well, yeah, I just, you know, I just mean like when you get drunk and you start buying shit online. Oh, you- yeah, that's the wor- uh well, no, I don't ever really regret that. I do. Yeah, I do. Because you'll be sitting there watching the ranch or watching whatever TV show it is you feel like watching or a Friday the 13th film for those of us who enjoy those. And then all of a sudden the doorbell rings and and uh like my UPS guy, he'll knock on the door once and then he like then he just runs away. Yeah. So, and then I open the door and it's like, what's this fucking package? I didn't order anything. And then sure enough, I did like four days ago, ordered a bunch of shit. So that, that stopped. So I've, I realized that I have more money also because you're like, why do I have four Christmas story leg lamps? Yeah. Hey, why why do I have right. <laughs> exactly. We did uh, order one of those one time. I was, I was kind of basing that off a real, a real life story. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I believe you. I believe you. But but think about it. You save money on not buying all the booze, and then I'm sure the people at my local liquor store probably thought I died because yeah. I have not 
in there in literally like three and a half months. So they yeah. probably I'm I'm literally I, that I'm dead. So yeah, <clears throat> just lots of things change when you don't drink a lot. So maybe I'm just telling you, or not telling you because you're kind of in that mode also. But for those of you that drink a lot, just don't drink as much and just see what changes in your life. It's crazy. The days seem longer. Um, Do that. I'll 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 up the ante for you. Do that and also turn off your phone. Yes, turn off your phone for just a couple hours out of the day. You'll be amazed. Literally. Dude, the shit that I got done around the house in the time that I in, in that break that I took was I, I probably did five years worth of chores in, in two or three months. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. Also, uh you mentioned uh a minute gaming. Um what games you playing right now? Uh the same as I have been. Last of Us, Factions Multiplayer, that's pretty much all I play. I just jam out with a couple friends uh usually in the evenings or sometimes in the daytime or late mornings or sometimes we play all day long because i don't have anything else to do so So, um i don't do this very often because i'm just not much of a gamer but uh i I got this game called stranded deep yeah and uh do you know the game yeah Mm -hmm. oh my have you played it no but i know what you're talking about oh my god i'm obsessed i'm obsessed i love it so much uh it's not an online game um, it's not a multiplayer game. You're by yourself, but it's basically just cast away the movie with Tom Hanks yeah. just as a video game. It's just, there's no purpose. It's just, you're stranded on an Island. See how long you can survive. Can you there's wipe no your people. ass with sand? Can you, do you that? uh, well, they don't actually, you know, you just now mentioned that I've, I don't recall shitting not even once. Well, that's not very realistic. That's, that's not realistic. Bullshit. And I, and it was something I hadn't even considered until just now. But I mean, that aside, everything else is pretty realistic. It's pretty, pretty badass. I love it. I'll look into that. <clears throat> that might be something that I consider. It's good if you're just wanting to chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're on the beach. The there's no there's not really any music, and the only thing you got to worry about is is finding water and food, and it's just really kind of chill. Like it's relaxing. Even when you're dying, there's the beautiful sound of the water splashing oh, up on for the sure. Such a lovely sound. Very yeah. Soothing. Yeah. So I, I just want to throw that out there. there. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so lots of gaming in the last few months. Um, something that we haven't talked about that I, I should mention is a few months back, actually three months ago, back in April for the 40th anniversary of Friday the 13th, friend of the show, friend of mine, <clears throat> Mr. Sean Richards, the executive producer of the Friday the 13th Part 3 Memoriam documentary, him and I spent a couple days together. He was driving across country and he stopped by my compound and we had some drinks and we uh, did a little, little bit for the YouTube channel, um, which you can go there and watch if you haven't already. Shame on you. Yeah. I saw that. uh, Where him and I were sitting at the table talking about wieners. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We did that. And then of course we did the, uh, the little couple minute short of me being the hitchhiker with the Jeep. Yep. Yep. Saw that. that. Yep. Yeah. So we had the we had the Jeep here, obviously, that you're going to see in the upcoming uh, Never Hike in the Snow. It was in the Disappear music video. So, yeah, I got to hang out with Sean for a couple of days. Uh, but you've seen the clips, so you know what I'm talking about. So we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on that. But it was nice to hang out with Sean and actually have some drinks and uh, just do the damn thing. We also did a Facebook Live where we were driving in the Jeep. You've probably seen that, too. You were shit-faced. Uh <laughs> I was. Yeah, I think I, it might have been the last video because uh, you guys posted several that night. 
And the last one was at like 3.30 in the morning. And actually, you were both just fucking hammered. You weren't driving around. You were at your apartment, I believe. Uh, or was your it house. my apartment or somebody your, else's apartment? Your house. I don't live in an apartment. Uh, yeah, I meant to say your house. Uh, I just seen a lot of Jason memorabilia and stuff around in the video, I believe. So I assumed it was your house. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys look like you had a, a blast. He, he seems like a real fun dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. We um, we drank some whiskey, drank some scotch, uh, drank some beer, drank a little bit of everything. Um, definitely the drinks were flowing for a couple days straight. That's for damn sure. So I'd like to hang out with him sometime. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, he, uh, he just, like I said, he just happened to be passing. He wasn't passing directly through. He just kind of made a little bit of a detour to stop for a couple days. The new residence that he's moving into over in Indiana was not ready yet. So he basically had a couple days to burn and, I wasn't very far out of the way, so it just kind of worked out perfect. I didn't have anything to do for those couple days. COVID was like in full swing anyway, so it's like, hey, we'll just hang out at the house. We'll go cruise around in the Jeep, um, and it, yeah, it, it was a good time. So, yeah, shout out to Sean. Uh, like I said, you already seen the video clips, so you know all about that. But I just wanted Man, to mention just that. talking talking about this has got me missing conventions like really badly because. We're in the middle of convention season, and we should be doing conventions right now, and it's fucking not we should. depressing. And, and, of course, next weekend we have Days of the Dead Indianapolis, but I'm not going. I could. Is it I don't still have... on? Yes. No yes. way, dude. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going. On that's going to be awful. I'm not. Who the fuck wants to walk around a convention wearing hazmat suits? No, really? no thank you. And I bet a lot of the celebrities canceled. I'm going to look it up. Richard Drive has just canceled. I know that. Oh, I bet a bunch of them did. I'm going to look it up. No, they haven't yet. Not a bunch. Just Richards. Um, I think Barbara Eden canceled and Don Wells. Which I one is that? Barbara Eden. You don't know who Barbara no, uh, Days of the Dead. Which one? Because they've got one in Indianapolis, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. So I think they've had about three canceled so far, but still, let's let's think about this. You've been to conventions. I've been to conventions. We've been to conventions. Who the fuck wants to walk around in masks and have to care and have to spray uh, Lysol everywhere. Nobody and who wants to have, uh, chapped hands from San- from hand sanitizer. Well, I mean, I have chapped hands all the time anyway, for other reasons, but oh, who God wants damn, to- Warrington Gillette's going to be there. Yeah. He was there a couple years ago too, but just think about how many chapped hands are going to be there from hand sanitizer. Yeah. Sounds- Which by the way, on top, isn't good for you. No, that's not good. You're getting rid of the floral flora and the natural stuff on your skin that that's supposed to do its job when you do that uh, repetitively. Yeah. Oh fuck! Look at the canceled list, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Kevin Yeager canceled. Felix Sela canceled. Christina Klebe canceled. D Wallace canceled. Oh, there's more uh, than I. Okay, I didn't realize that many. Don Wells. Dion Wells. Don Wells. She was Marianne. Canceled. Barbara Eden canceled. Catherine Hicks canceled. Um, <laughs> but CJ Graham's going to be there, buddy. Oh, CJ's got probably got the immune system of a goddamn vulture. That that guy, and he's built like a like a fucking German tank. He ain't worried about no coronavirus. No, no. Tom McLaughlin's going to be there, of course. Tommy Matthews. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, I'm, kind of... I'm not going. Fuck that. I'm not even going to bother. How are you going to stand around? Because if I did go, I would drink a bunch, of course. And how are you going to stand around and have backpack beers when you have masks on? Not only that? that, but they want you. <laughs> one of the rooms, one of the rules that they say here, it's it's very uh, 
they're they're stressing social distancing, so you have to stand six feet apart in a circle. That sounds like this sounds like a blast. It's oh just a, a lot of fun at the convention. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, no uh, thanks. So I'm going to be skipping that. So you will not see me there. Any of the listeners? Yeah, not going to catch us at this one. So we'll keep you posted on other conventions. But I'm just going to say right now, you probably won't see me at one for the rest of the year. I don't think well, it's going to happen for me. I think a lot of them aren't even going to aren't even going to be on for the for the rest of the year unfortunately it's really of, of all this this is probably what's made me the saddest um yeah is, is the convention thing that's fucking that was yeah a but even if they have them just like days of the dead let's say they have horror hound or whatever the hell else take your pick nobody wants to do it that way so just just fucking cancel them yeah i'd rather not do it right i mean what are you gonna do throw your poster over to cj from six feet away I mean, like, it just takes the experience away from it. I, I wouldn't even bother with it. I think they should just cancel it in general. They're doing costume photo ops at Days of the Dead. They've got, they probably got it marked on, like, you. Got, <laughs> it's a wide-angle lens that they're using, and you have to stand six foot away. So it's like, look, I was in the same room as C.J. Graham. Yeah, no shit. In the rooms, <laughs> the rooms, 200 by 200. Yeah, he's standing on one end of it. You're standing on the other just with your hands on your, on your like, fupa. Oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> Oh, that sounds awful. Thanks. We'll scratch that one off the list. But I will say this. There is um, there is quite a few places that are doing private signings during this uh, whole fiasco. Uh, CPA Authentics, which I've made purchases from Um, CPA Authentics autograph consignments have a Facebook page. They post quite frequently. Um, They have quite the lineup. Kyle Richards, they're doing one with her coming up. A bunch of Halloween alum. But check them out on Facebook. Check them out wherever you wherever you social media at. Uh, I believe they have pages everywhere. But yeah, CPA Authentics, awesome customer service. That's who I got my Glenn Ennis uh, autograph from. Which is I had. CPA all, is that is that all horror stuff? Yeah, primarily. I think they do. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at their uh, at some their other movie stuff. Some other movie stuff, but primarily in the horror genre or horror ish genre. Um, but yeah, check them out. Their prices are decent. They do mail order and, and that stuff too. Also, I seen that. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to pull up. Um, there's a couple other Friday ish things coming up too. Um, let's see here. Uh, I gotta see where it was posted at. I don't want to give the false information. Um, Stacy Lee. Stacy is doing a signing for Friday the 13th part two, where she actually, it, it, she's doing a private signing coming up, I think within the next couple of weeks with Jack Marks, who is deputy Winslow in Friday part two. Okay. So if anybody is interested in an eight by 10, I believe they're $30 plus shipping. I'm trying to pull up on and look at her post right now. Um, I've got one, but it doesn't say the price, but I believe they're $30 and you just have to send her uh, a message on Facebook. So uh, Stacy just, Stacy with Y and Lee L E E. She's posted. Oh, she's posted in a couple Friday related groups. She's posted on her personal page, um, but definitely a rare signature in the Friday world. And I don't know how old Jack is now, but he's got to be getting up there. He's got to be getting up there. I've never seen Jack Marks at any of the signings or any of the conventions I've ever been to. I, in haven't, I haven't either. I yeah. haven't either. So if you're interested, if you just want an eight by 10, it looks like she has six of them listed here. 
Um, there's a cool one with him um, with the hammer in the back of his head. That'd make an awesome one for display. I'm I might I'm probably going to get an eight by ten from her, and then I'm going to mail in my part two uh, cast sign poster. So the pricing's not bad, thirty bucks, shipping and handling. So between stuff like that, uh, between places like CPA, I mean you can get you can get your stuff signed through uh, you know mail order, or you can add your autograph collection um, if you're not doing mail order with your own items. But definitely get a hold of Stacy if you're interested in Jack Marks. You need to do that ASAP. Uh, I think it's coming up in two weeks, so I would definitely jump on that. Like, not right now, but right now, if you catch my drift. Speaking of autographs, I'm I'm still kind of ass chapped about uh, not getting the dive on that Ozzy Smith baseball, St. Louis baseball. Oh, from me, yeah, yeah, I got rid of that. I, I've sold a bunch of sports stuff. Ozzy uh, Smith was my fucking hero growing up, dude. That was my. I had all his cards. I had fucking a poster. That was my hero. Yeah. Well, speaking of autographs, I did add a few more to my Friday the 13th Part 3 collection. I have not shared any pictures of them, but I met up with Mike Becker, who most people will know that name in the horror community because Mike used to own the hero Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1 glove. Okay, okay. And he is no longer the owner, but he owned it for a while. And he used to own Are there a bunch any of pictures of that, like yep. in its current condition? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Mike, Mike hasn't Mike just got rid of it fairly recently and he's got a, he's posted a bunch of pictures and um, he's been to some conventions with it. I know that he took it to Robert. I think at flashback weekend about four or five years ago um, and Robert's, you know, Robert's, he basically reunited Robert England with it. Um, but yeah, Mike owned several other Friday the 13th screen use props. He had the part seven machete. Uh, he owned a couple other, I think he owned the ax from part five. Uh, oh, beginning sequence acts i think he owned that and a couple other random things how um, much do you think that glove is worth uh thirty thousand. Oh oh my god can you imagine carrying something like that around 30, at a convention yeah 30 to forty thousand. you're carrying around like a a used dodge viper like well <laughs> it's worth it, it's like anything else the old saying it, it's worth what somebody will pay for it so that's true but not true at the same time but I think realistically, it could bring forty upward, you know, forty thousand dollars. Oh, to the right person, I think in the blink of an eye. Yeah, like absolutely. Without even trying. So, anyways, I picked up from Mike. I have a uh, a David Kadams, um signed eight by ten, nice bold silver sharpie, and he wrote heavy shit on there. I got a um, what else did I get? I got the David Kadams eight by ten. I got um, oh, I got a. Catherine Parks, uh, spear gun to the eye, signed eight by ten. I think she just inscribed Vera, three uh, D on there is all she wrote, and then uh, yeah, David just wrote heavy shit. Um, and then I got another one too, and I can't think of who the hell else. Oh, I got a um, oh a Dana Kimmel eight by ten where she's in the van yeah. uh, towards the end, and she's in the van with Jason. Yeah, I got an eight by ten of her also. So those were great additions to the the part three collection, if you will. Um, none of those people do really hardly any signing uh, signings. So um, Mike did have some extras left over. He had some Larry Zerner eight by tens and a couple other random things. So oh, I would have loved to have one of those. Yeah, hit up uh, hit up Mike Becker um, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Hit him up if you want one. Um, I'm sure he has a few left, but that was probably about six weeks ago now. So I don't know what he's got left, but if not, 
um, Mike actually moved near my hometown. So I can swing by if, if there is something you want, I'll hit you up later. I'll show you, I'll show you pictures of mine. And if you want one, I can just swing by his shop and get them for you if you want and mail them to you. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's my new, uh, my most recent autograph additions to my personal collection. So other than that, I haven't been buying a bunch of crap. I've been staying away from the, the shirt reprints and all that other shit. I just said, especially with the anniversary, the 40th anniversary, I didn't buy anything. None of them sales. I didn't spend a dime on shit. So. I haven't either. Uh, but I, I know where this is, this conversation is going into, but uh, I do want to give a shout out to my good buddy, Kevin Turner, who probably a lot of listeners probably know. He came down and, and visited me uh, about two or three weeks ago and came, came bearing gifts. And he's, he's given me a, uh, a screen used have you ever seen the movie arachnophobia oh of course i love that movie so uh i got a big screen used spider from arachnophobia that's in a big nice frame that that kevin gave me um and that's real that's really cool but i do have to say something about that how many of those do you think they had in that oh movie? god knows I, I have no idea but i loved that movie growing up so Absolutely. it's and 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 for him to give that to me as a gift um was was really awesome uh, he also hooked me up with, uh, hold on, let me go get, I'm going to leave the mic. I got to grab this so I can read you the guy's name. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, as, as you know, Nathan, and as, uh, we may have even talked about it on here. I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Uh, you probably grew up playing Mortal Kombat, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Who didn't? So, uh, Kevin, uh, what are you talking about growing up playing it? I'm still playing it on fucking PS4. God damn it! Yeah, it's just not the same to me. I'm, I'm, I'm. My heart is with part two and part three, uh, part you know three trilogy, uh, and then after that, when it got into 3D, I just kind of lost interest. And then they started bringing in all these characters that I didn't give a fuck about. I'm, I like the OG Mortal Kombat. You know, Jax, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Baraka, uh, yeah. all those guys. So uh, Kevin contacted a, a, a an artist for the original Mortal Kombat named Paul Niemeyer, and uh, he designed a lot of the, uh, well, almost all the characters and did all the art and got some really badass um, um, artwork from Paul Niemeyer and got it signed for me. Uh, and and it, it's just, I uh, really appreciated that from Kevin. He also got me these two really fucking sick-ass bookends. One bookend is Scorpion throwing his spear through the through the book hand and then in the other end is sub-zero pinned to his side for, with the spear from scorpion um so that's about all that i've gotten horror wise are, are those two things but those are pretty two for me uh pretty significant things so i want to give a shout out to kevin because i really appreciated that he did that out of the goodness of his heart shout out to kevin turner i do know kevin i've met kevin he's a nice young man oh yeah absolutely uh also while we're doing some shout outs before we do wrap we are going to wrap this up shortly we have a whole list of shit to talk about but we're not going to bore you with all that on this episode we got to play a little bit of catch up so oh the dick talk it's on its way but they're going to have to episode yeah because there's a lot of fucking ding dong talk coming up let me tell you a lot of it so Anyways, before we get to uh, a couple other things, speaking of shout outs, I want to give a shout out. I don't think I did this the last time we were on since it's been a while. And if I did, well, you're just going to have to listen to it twice. Shout out to listener Chris Burdine. He actually started his own show called Napalm 13. Uh, He does have a a Facebook page, 
go check it out. Go smash the like button. He would definitely appreciate it. He um, uh, just got the show off the ground, I think, a couple months ago. Maybe has a few episodes. Um, but, yeah, go, go check it out. Show him some support. He's been a, a supporter and listener of Camp Blood Radio, so we definitely want to give him a shout-out. He's actually and, from Somerset, just uh, 20 minutes from me. Yeah, I was going to say, you two are practically cousins. We know the same people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but he lives in uh, Wisconsin now. Okay, yeah. Well, you're still practically cousins. because. Oh, you're, yeah, he's you're a great dude. Good part. dude. Yeah, so uh, shout-out to Chris. We appreciate you. And I do have some more shout-outs, but we're going to put those off to the next episode. And also, the last few months, we've really made some marks on the Camp Blood Radio takes over the world map, let me tell you. So I don't want to give any spoilers away, but there's quite a few new countries that have checked in. So stay tuned for that because, you know, we value our education here at Camp Blood Radio. Of course. Of course you know that. Oh, yeah. So one thing that we do need to address here, because we did mention Wiener Talk, and we're not going to really have any other Wiener Talk, but this is related to Wiener Talk in a big way. So while we were while we we're on this um, this pandemic situation, this quarantine, I mean, some places aren't under quarantine. I mean, I, I don't know, depending on where you live at. So bear with me here. But anyways, our lovely Nikki Benz has taken to Instagram during the last few months, and well, she's made a couple posts that really weren't that flattering. And I know uh, what's that. I got to see this. (laughs) Okay. Well go to her Instagram and scroll back a couple months. You'll see what I mean. So Nikki posted this photo and I, and trust me, I know that you can't look your best 24 seven. I get that. I don't look my best, but maybe like not even one day a week. So let alone the 24 seven thing that some of these ladies that are being photographed all the time. So anyways, she posted this picture and I just was floored. I was like, wow, that is not the Nikki Benz that I know and not what I would even expect Nikki Benz to be looking like under those conditions. Right. You feel me? I'm looking for, uh, is she, is she not wearing makeup or something? She's not wearing makeup. Her hair's not done. It just, it's just a very big, it was a very big shock to some of us to see this. Well, that's my preference. That's the way I like. Uh, I, pre- I mean, I prefer my wife without makeup and, and look in her, in her pajamas, but, uh, I'm trying to find this picture. There's just a lot of her ass. Um, well, oh, trust I, think I see the one you're talking about. Yeah. What's the date on that picture that you're looking at? I'll tell you if it's the right one or not. It is uh June 9th. Uh, June, no, I don't think it's the one. It looks like April 15th. Not what we were expecting to see there. April 15th. Oh. Just the the hair. Oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah. Okay. Still a beautiful lady. She is, but it it prompted me. Okay. I'm just not into the into the Botox and the implants. Uh, I, I like women 100 percent natural. I, I like them to be carrying everything that they that they came into the world with, and not uh, exterior components. I get you. Um. I get you. Okay. <laughs> I do. I get you. So, but anyways, this picture prompted some talk amongst our listeners, Brian Bader for one, and uh, a few of the others. And we thought that, you know, Nikki, she is almost 40. I think, yeah, she's going to be 40. Uh, I think she's 39. So obviously going to be 40 very soon. And we just thought, you know, maybe, maybe her time's up as the Camp Blood Radio mascot. Maybe we need to start exploring our options for show mascots. 
And I, I you know, I hate to say it, but I think, I think it, it really is that time. I think we're going to have to see, see. Well, okay. All right. Bear with me. So I think we're going to have to see what else is going on in the world out there for potential mascot recruits. So, I mean, we love Nikki, but sometimes, sometimes your time is just up, right? That's right. Yeah. But yeah. you know, for 40, come on. I mean, Oh shit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's, when she, like I said, I'm right there with you without the makeup and all that stuff, but this was just, you're so used to seeing Nikki all dolled up that when you see this picture, you're like, Oh shit. So anyways, that got some of us talking. I forget who else was in the conversation. Of course, uh, like I said, Brian Bader and some of the, the discord crew. So anyways, um, Brian mentioned possibly Maitland Ward as a replacement. Well, Maitland is 43 years old. She was Rachel in a boy meets world. Hold on. In the boy, meets world, on boy meets world. You're only, we're only going with Topanga. Yeah, I, I agree. So, what is her name? Dan Danielle Fischel? Danielle uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, so anyways, so Brian mentions Maitland Ward, who also is an adult film star now, who decided to uh, start uh, fucking for a buck uh, at like 42 years old. So I think she's 43 now. Oh, wow, okay. 43, That's... yeah. So that kind of defeats the fucking purpose, Brian, doesn't it? We're kind of looking at a little Replace bit. Replace one that aged out with one that's older? Yeah, kind of defeats <laughs> the purpose. Maitland does still look good. I'll give you that. She does. If you like that sort of thing, like you look at it and you're like, oh, 43? Yeah, she looks good. Absolutely. I'll give her that. Brian has a thing for redheads. Ole Irene, Mrs. South Jersey Jason. She's a little ginger firecracker. Brian's got a thing for that, so it is what it is. So Brian recommends that we replace Nikki Benz with fucking Maitland Ward. And I'm going to say, no, that's a dumbass idea, Brian. Yeah, if it's so, going to be anybody from Boy Meets World, it's going to be uh, Miss Fisher. Well, it's not going to be anybody from Boy Meets World. No. We're, we're, this is... This is not what we're getting at here. We, we're trying to get somebody that we can get some years out of here. All right. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we don't we don't want to just get a year of service out of her and then we have to do the same thing and push her off to the side because then we'd feel bad. Right. I mean, we don't want to do that. <laughs> they need to have at least yeah. 10, 10 more years of dicking in them. Right. Exactly. Not maybe not even that. If we can get a good if we can get a good, you know, three, four years out of them. Hey, I'm good with that, too. I used to trade my cars in about every six months. Yeah, so yeah. six to eight months. So, I mean, I can recycle through them. I can I can go right through them. That's no big deal. But if we can find the right one that we can at least get a little bit of time out of, I would appreciate that. So I was perusing around the interwebs a few weeks ago, and I came ac- and I don't even know how I came across this young lady, but I was like, holy shit. And her name is Angela White. And it turns out, and I did not know this when I seen her picture, but she also is an adult film star. So, yeah, see, I don't know any of the names. I think it's weird when people, no offense, like know the names of the uh, of the of the film stars. Um, I don't know any names. Like, no, no, I'm not like a fan of anybody. <laughs> well, look up Angela White. Okay, okay, I just did. Okay, pretty brunette. Yeah, uh, I did. Looks natural. I didn't know who she was. I did not know that she was a professional fornicator. I did not know that. So, but she's a very nice looking young lady and she is 35 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. All natural. Well, she's a young she, lady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just tell by looking at her, she like, she doesn't have the Botox lips. 
Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, that's that's what immediately caught my attention. I'm, my so, vote goes in for this one. My vote, without even doing any real fucking research, I say fucking research like it's a like it's a noun, but it's not. So without perusing the interwebs or taking uh, recommendations, if you will, I just happened to scroll across this this woman and I thought this is Camp Blood Radio material right here. You take one oh, look at her for sure. Oh, for show, yes. So I told Brian, I said, I, I'm sorry, but I think we're going to have to go with Angela White here. And he said, well, let's just have the listeners take a poll. Well, we got a poll for her. I can tell you that one. It might not be much of one. It might, it might not be much of a poll. But, you know, um, you know, you know uh, when you do the disappearing thumb trick, you know what I'm talking about? Where you put it in your ass? No, no, no. You know, oh. like a, it's, it's almost like a, like a magic trick where you, where you can make your thumb disappear. Oh, that one. Yeah. That's, I was thinking of a different trick. Yeah. That's the easiest way to describe me right there. That little, okay. you know, that like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 So not a pole, but you get like a little section of a thumb. How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not I, that I'm, I, I cast my vote. Yeah. Miss, Miss Angela. So anyways, Brian says, well, let, let people take a vote. So I'll tell you what, we'll just post it on the show page and we'll just see what some of the uh, people in Facebook world think or the, the listeners think, and they can chime in. And I'm pretty sure Angela's going to win for obvious reasons. So sorry, Brian. We're open to suggestions, though. Feel free to send us a name, uh, a link, uh, whatever it is, a picture. Uh, don't be sending us pictures of your fucking ding-dongs either. We don't want to see that shit. We we know that we're inadequate. You don't have to prove to us that yours is bigger. We already know that they all are. Send uh, those to Brian, too. <laughs> send those to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> he'll appreciate those. Um, maybe he'll maybe he'll do something new with a bunch of Photoshopped wieners. I'm sure he's working on that. So anyways, we are open to suggestions. Let us know because we're not we're not into knowing who some of these people are. So that's that's all we really have to say about the mascot situation right now we definitely are looking for some other young ladies to represent some show shirts and some camp blood radio attire and i do need to mention here also that speaking of show shirts our uh our buddy our friend our homie james amaral aka james rodney over slasher.graphics has let me know that his production um his supplier uh whatever you want to call it, his dealer, they're running way behind because of the, the canola virus. Yeah. If you order something, absolutely. If you order a show shirt, probably looking at a couple months before you're going to get it. Plus they got to play uh, the backtrack game from orders that were from the beginning of the uh, coronavirus situation. So definitely going to be a wait there if you do order. So, don't be messaging me. Don't be messaging him. Where the fuck's my order? We already told you they're running behind. So yeah. deal, deal with it or do not order right now. But we would appreciate it if you did order. All that yeah. is completely understandable, though. So bear with James. He can only do what he can do. No hate mail. But he would like your dick pics, though. He did tell me that. So whatever ones you don't send to Brian Hemenheiser, <laughs> you can send those dick pics right over uh, to James Amaral at Slasher.Graphics. He would really appreciate that. You put them on a shirt. Yeah, he'll put them on a shirt and on a loincloth. Yeah, a loincloth, maybe a travel mug, um, maybe a, beach a shot towel. glass if you're unfortunate. Maybe, <laughs> Mine, maybe, maybe on, a a, on a thumbtack. Yeah, yeah, a thimble. Thimble. <laughs> For all you sewers out there, I, I'm gonna go with the thimble. It's thick uh, though; you can wear it on your thumb. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I make different size thimbles though. So oh, really? Would, I didn't know that. Yeah, mine would mine would probably be like the uh, the pointer finger thimble. That's probably be mine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, yes. Uh, no hate mail for him because he's doing what he can do. So, but keep on ordering those shirts though. And also, if any young ladies out there want to represent, let us know. We've got a couple in mind, but of course. The shirts are running behind, so you're going to have to wait a little bit for some pictures. Joe Gallo, Joe, 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 you are on the list, buddy. I was actually going to have a, a shirt sent to you, and I hollered at James a few days ago, and he said, yep, it's going to be like a month or two. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck. So Joe Gallo and the 13 Gallows Lane crew, no uh, modeling shirts, no promotional shots with the Camp Blood Radio until we get that shit straightened out. So you're on the list though, I will tell you that. So actually with the dick pics, sit, send them to Joe because he would genuinely appreciate it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He he, he, he really would. <laughs> actually if if we have to do a ranking order, Brian Emenheiser, send him the juiciest ones and then Joe Gallo second and then James Rodney would be he he's gonna take your sloppy seconds. Yeah. Yeah, he he just seems like that kind of that kind of backwoods guy, you know. Yeah, well, he's a hipster. He's, he's a, an he's alley a, boy. So he's he's probably got all the he's in touch with all the social media and all the devices that the young uh, people are carrying around nowadays and all the apps and things like that. So yeah, he he would definitely um, he would be the third on the list for the yeah dick for sure. So um, also uh, there's this app that I was unaware of until. Dr. McMullins here told me about it just a couple days ago, and it's called Marco Polo. Isn't and it fucking great? Fucking great. So if you want to show Kenton your winky, just download the Marco Polo app, and you can send him videos of you um, doing whatever it is that you do, and he'll watch them because he appreciates his fans. And I'll I'll send them straight over to Joe Gallo. Oh, if I that. have to see it, you've got to see it. It's coming right to your Marco Polo too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that it is. So I, I can't wait. So just, just wieners all around balls and wieners. I can see it now. That is a good app though. It is. Yes, absolutely. That it is. I, I didn't know anything about it until you said something. So I was, I was like, Oh, something new. That's awesome. Like text messaging, but with videos. It is, yes. But how long do they stay there, though? That's my question. Uh, forever. Oh, forever. So you, yeah. you'd have a whole library of interesting things to go back to and reference. Yeah, I've got a good buddy uh, named Jack in Canada. We've been talking on Marco Polo for fucking five, six months. And, I mean, if I wanted to, I could go back to the first day we started talking. Uh, that's on, on kind of scary, though. A little bit, yeah. If you're into if you're into something, you know, Ep- Epsteinish, I guess it's a little scary. <laughs> I mean, we uh, everything we're doing is 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 legal. So, okay. I, I mean, if somebody come across it, you know, um, I'd say liberals could probably hit me with something, whether it be uh, joking, homophobic comments, or racist comments, or something that I've made. Uh, but uh, aside from that, uh, I, we have nothing to hide. So, yeah. <laughs> don't incriminate yourself buddy that's all i'll tell you well you know what i mean you'd say something jokingly to your buddies and then and then the the twitter mob gets a hold of it and they're like he's gonna burn at the stake because you said they, something about you know oh yeah chinese people or something 
So. Oh, of course. And then they would they would tear your statue down, buddy. That's oh, for do. sure. Thank God there's never going to be one. Well, you never know. There could be. There probably is in Brian Emenizer's backyard. He probably already built one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, have drunk Uncle Tal from Slasher Graphics. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, what's left of it? Well, I think he just got it, though. So there's probably not much damage done to it yet. It's probably not um, fossilized yet. Oh, it's it's a crystal now. You could probably rub All that right. thing and bring out a genie. <laughs> I mean, if it's like a, if it's like what? A, I mean, what's the? It's got to be like what six feet? I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of real estate on there. It ain't, it hasn't crystallized yet. Oh, that thing is living. Are you kidding me? It's already learned three different languages. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it either. But I'm sure he will. He probably has already had a photo shoot with it. We just If you walk in on that tower right now, it would go, kill me, kill me. It would be like from the first Hellraiser. Up in yeah, the exactly. <laughs> or Alien, uh, the one where she walks in on the abomination of herself. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's what it, it it's like. It would be living in the attic in the first Hellraiser. That's what I said. Frank, out. that was his name Frank. in Hellraiser. Yep, that's it. So... All right, enough about towels. We got to do a, a little bit of Friday the 13th talk here before we check on out. Okay. So for those that care about Friday the 13th, some uh, some new news and something everybody's always looking forward to is more factory box sets, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I, I, for one, am. Yeah, I mean, everybody's always looking for that new collectible. What the steel books and the box sets and the um, the collectible prints for every anniversary and all this limited edition shit that just gets rolled up and put in a closet somewhere and you forget about anyway. So, so I've been I've been screaming for what you're getting ready to bring up for for a couple years now because I'm I'm a big Blu-ray guy and uh, for a long time a lot of these Friday the Thirteenth movies weren't available on Blu-ray. True. Very true. That being said, that being um, said, Shout Factory just announced that they were going to do a factory box set with artwork by Joel Robinson, the very talented Joel Robinson, who does some awesome shit in the horror genre. Uh, Super talented guy. I've talked to him at a couple of conventions over the years. Super cool guy. Uh, Love his artwork. Uh, Some of it's on T-shirts. He does prints, all kinds of shit. But he's been tasked with the artwork, and they they pretty much showed it. I'm sure there's probably something that we haven't seen, but there is uh, the artwork for the box set, which is just a bunch of Jason, the different Jasons, and I thought it looked pretty damn cool. And then, of course, the Boy in the Lake poster, which I, which is just basically a, oh, what do you call it, um, a modernized version of shit that we've already seen. But I like it. I dig it. I'm trying to like there you can see thumbnails of the artwork when you go on the page but when you click on them you can't see like blown up but yeah I have seen a blown up Im- images of them I don't know I don't remember where but it's it's beautiful you could probably just save whatever off the website and then just you know then just blow it up on your laptop or whatever so but uh, I'm going to be getting this I know you aren't no I am not I probably won't anyway I mean I I just really could care less. Um, most of that collectible type stuff, I'm just not interested in. The only thing that really kind of stands out to me is the 4K of part one through four. I yeah. would like to have that. Yeah. Well, I don't even want it for the collectible aspect. I just want to have a reliable set of Friday the 13th Blu-rays that I can watch at any time. I, I just want them all in one little set on Blu-ray. 
if they were all 4K, I probably would. But I don't care about having all Blu-rays and then four that are 4K. I'd rather them all be 4K. You feel me? I wonder me? why they didn't do them all in 4K. Well, I'm sure there's reasons to it. And then also the uncut version of Jason Goes to Hell. Well, I don't really care about that. So, I mean, there's things that are going to draw people to buy it. Like you said, the there is four that are in 4K. There's the uncut of Jason Goes to Hell. I don't think the artwork is really a selling point to most people because how many custom prints, lithographs, um, different shit that's out there, it's in abundance with Friday. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I could really care less. I don't, I don't care that it's a box set of Blu-rays. Um, at some point, there's going to be another box set. This is just the first one. I, I see that there's already a bunch of dildos on fucking eBay that have already jacked the price up on this shit when the fucking things aren't even out yet. There is a whole bunch of really cool uh, special features on each uh, DV on each Blu-ray. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's know, man. Stuff, but here's what'll happen: as soon as they go, as soon as the release date, October thirteenth of this fall, as soon as they're released, you're going to be able to go to YouTube and you're going to be able to watch all them, all the clips and all that shit. You're going to be able to watch it on YouTube. So, outside of me owning them all in Blu-ray, what if I don't care about the collectability? Or the collectible aspect of it, then why bother? It's just something that's just going to take up space. And I've got a shit ton of stuff that just fucking sits around and collects dust as it is, or stuff that sits in a closet. So I don't need to add to the pile by any means. I think it's cool. I think it's I think it's awesome that they're doing it, but I just I don't need it to sit and take up space on my end anyway. Okay, well, I mean, fair enough. I just like the little compact box uh, where they're all neatly organized in one space and they're all in Blu-ray. I just like that aspect where it fits neatly on a shelf. I know where they're all at. They all stay together. And I just love the Blu-ray format. So it's perfect for me, but I I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where your drunken friends at four o'clock in the morning will use the box cover, uh, the, the top of the box cover to start, a bonfire with yeah it, it is absolutely it but but that goes back to like I, with me personally i don't want it for any kind of collector value i'm not going to resell it i'm i'm buying this to actually watch them you know what i mean so uh i'm not wanting it i don't think for the reason that a lot of people are yeah yeah like i said i just i seen it and i'm like oh okay cool and then i've the last day it's just been inundated everywhere every fucking website I mean, everybody and their brother has had something to say about it because I get it. I mean, it is a big deal if you're if you're uh, wanting them all in Blu-ray or for the collectors. I get it. I get it. I just personally I'm not really that concerned about it. So but we definitely needed to mention that because, oh, yeah, uh, get your pre-orders in. I know that they just upped the amount of pre-orders, I think, to a 7000 limit. They did. Yeah. Um we have increased the quantity to 7,000 units. You can literally taste the tears of scalpers with that update. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're jerking off all over eBay, aren't they? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> DMs are just putting it in. Oh, those people are the worst. Fuck it. All right. So for those of you who have been concerned about where we've been at, we just haven't been around. We've been doing other shit. And uh, for the few of you that have reached out, hey, what's up with the show or asking about it? Are you on a hiatus, this, that, and the other? Yes, like I told you, we have been. 
because we've been annoyed with the world and annoyed with all the fucking fuckery that's going on and all the fucking bullshit. And sometimes it's just easier just to kind of stay away from that because a big part of this has to do with social media and it's hard to get away from the other bullshit when you have to promote and do show type things. So yeah, they're, they're interlocked. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're, if you're on social media to, to promote a project or promote something that you have going on, you can't get away from the dumb shit that you don't want to see and all the fucking idiots that are out there posting about the dumb shit, perpetuating the cycle. It ain't going to go away if people keep fucking bringing it up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, those that are concerned, all three of our listeners out there, we will be back on a regular basis. We do have a lot to say. We do have a lot more stuff to touch on. We do have a lot more topics and things coming up, but we don't want to bore you too much. So you're going to have to tune in next week and we'll get into, uh, you know, some of the things that we've mentioned. And, uh, and I don't really want to give away too much else because then you can just go look it up for yourself and it, then it won't be funny. So too bad. You kind of really back into the swing next week. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a lot more to talk about. Trust us. So, Stay tuned, and unless you got anything, I think we're uh, good to go until next time. Now, let's roll out. All right, that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio, so you know the drill. Please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Camp Blood Radio. And if you have any suggestions, feel free to drop us a line, unless... Fuck you, Mark Tefner, unless it's, unless it's you, bitch. <laughs>